What is up, my satellite samurais? <clears throat> what is up, my satellite samurais? My Andronauts, you alpha image males. In this video, we're gonna double. In this video, we're gonna talk about niacinamide, vitamin B3. It's a form of vitamin B3 on your testosterone, DHT, estrogen, cortisol, NAD, so many things. Why it's so important for being an alpha in the Gmail. So let's dive in. Alright, so this is the article that I wrote. Link will be in the description below. If you've ever used niacinamide had good results with it, let me know in the comments below what kind of results that you have gotten. I also like niacinamide. I've used it on and off. I don't really use it actually all that much, but it is a good supplement to use. Alright, so niacinamide, the key for high NAD, testosterone, DHT, and sexual function, right? So or NMN and NR rub-offs if you could just use niacinamide. And yeah, there are actually very specific benefits to niacinamide that other, other B3 analogs won't give you. So what I'll be showing you and what we will be discussing is niacinamide and testosterone, the antigen receptor, DHT, cortisol, erections, inhibiting um, estrogen signaling, improving sleep, dopamine, serotonin, and mood, and then samurai. Right, let's dive in testosterone. So at least three stereogenic enzymes uses NAD, and they include the cholesterol side chain cleavage enzyme, 3-beta-HSD, 17-beta-HSD, 3. So the this cleavage enzyme is the one that converts pregnenolone, uh, cholesterol into pregnenolone. The 3-beta-HSD is the one here in the middle. Uh, uh, pregnenolone is converted to progesterone, this one is converted to this one, etc., etc., and just dialed to testosterone. And the last one is the 17-beta-HSD, it's just this one that converts DHEA into androstenediol or androstenedione into testosterone, right? So it does play a role in like basically all of the sterogenic enzymes right here. And the enzymes uses NAD as a cofactor. So we need NAD to make those enzymes work for higher levels of testosterone. And then uh, let's see. So supplementing rats with niacinamide in reduced ROS, reactive oxygen species, increased ATB, restored LH, FSH, and testosterone levels. So you can see NAD, testosterone, LH, FSH. So as NAD goes up, you have a boost in testosterone and a boost in LH. So this is just a correlation. I don't know exactly if it's NAD that increases testosterone or if it's niacinamide specifically. But they used quite a high dose that they used, it correlated roughly to, uh, you can see 200 milligrams, 400 milligrams per kilogram. And so the 400 milligrams per kilogram was kind of like the most effective. And it was roughly six grams for a hundred kilogram guy. So yeah, it's a high dose. You probably don't want to use that high dose, but maybe if you want to do a crazy experiment for like four weeks, just pair it with betaine. But I'll get to that in a second. So yeah, you can get a uh, quite good boost here in uh, testosterone. We went from five to 10. So basically doubling their testosterone. Right, so on the, the acetylamide on antigen receptors, so testosterone and DHT binds to the antigen receptor to exert their effects. CERT1 activation, think resveratrol, reduces antigen receptor expression, and CERT1 antagonist like niacinamide induces endogenous antigen receptor expression and enhances DHT-mediated antigen receptor expression, right? Niacinamide itself enhances DHT-induced antigen receptor expression indicating that nicotinamide, which is niacinamide, can modulate androgen hormone-dependent signaling. So yeah, niacinamide does play a role in the androgen receptor expression and signaling. Niacinamide on DHT. So testosterone converted into DHT with the help of 5-alpha reductase. 5-alpha reductase uses NADPH as a cofactor. 
and niacinamide supplementation can help to increase NADPH, the cofactor. Ba-boom, ba-boom, better conversion. Yeah, buddy. Then we have niacinamide on cortisol. So niacinamide can help to lower excess cortisol, thus making you feel more calm, centered, stress resilient. So you can see here was an eight-day study with Ryajev, which is a combination of niacinamide and ribose. And you can see they just used 240 milligrams of niacinamide. And even that was enough to start to lower um, cortisol over time, which was pretty good. And uh, so low ATP, NAD, and glutathione can stimulate the sympathetic nervous system and increase cortisol secretion. Niacinamide, by increasing ATP, NAD, glutathione, can lower cortisol. And then cortisol is also activated and deactivated by two enzymes. So it's 11-beta-HSD2. Um, okay, so cortisol exists in, two, in, um, in multiple forms, right? So it, and it can be deactivated two, by two main enzymes. It's deactivated by 5-alpha reductase, and it's deactivated by 11-beta-HSD2. And then it's also activated by 11-beta-HSD1. So the deactivation is from cortisol to cortisone, and it uses NAD. So niacinamide enhances NAD, so it's better deactivation. And then niacinamide also inhibits this 11-beta-HSD1 uh, that activates a cortisol. And then also by increasing NADPH, Neocetamide stimulates alpha reductase so you can better deactivate cortisol. And yeah, so neocetamide inhibits this activation. It stimulates the activation and it stimulates 5-alpha reductase. So it's pretty good at helping manage excess of cortisol. In terms of erections, let me just give you a quick background on how this works. So in order to get an erection, the smooth muscle cells of the penis, the corpus uh, cavernosum, needs to relax. The muscles need to relax so blood can flow in and you can actually swell and get an erection. The more blood can flow in, the better the outflow vein can be pinched closed. So you have inflow and outflow, right? And so the bigger the outflow vein is, the more blood is leaving the penis so you can't maintain an erection. So that's why you want the smooth muscle to expand that pinches the, the vein closed so you can actually maintain the erection. And so calcium in the cells of the smooth muscle of the penis, it excites it to contract it. So this is why when you have a very hard, short flaccid, it's very contracted. And there's a lot of calcium in there. You need to transport the calcium out so you can actually re relax to get a nice flaccid, and then you get an erection, right? And so to get an erection, the calcium needs to be transported out. And uh, the sympathetic nervous system enhances the calcium uptake. This is why when you stretch, you have a very short, puckered flaccid. So oxidative stress, inflammation, and low nitric oxide can damage the corp uh, that smooth muscle tissue and vasculature, which impairs this whole process. So you can't properly relax. You can't properly pinch closed and you can't get an erection or maintain an erection. So let's talk about nitric oxide production, which uses BH4 as a cofactor. So in order to create nitric oxide, ENOS uses BH4. BH4 is an antioxidant. It's reduced when oxidative stress is high. So men with ED have significantly lower BH4 and nitric oxide. So when BH4 gets used, for example, by to create nitric oxide or to, to quench reactive oxygen species, it turns into BH2. So it can be recycled. And then the enzyme that converts BH2 back into BH4 uses NADH, which is created from NAD. So here you can see the whole process. BH4, BH2. <laughs> BH4, BH2. And it uses NADH as a cofactor for this recycling process. This is how you create nitric oxide. This is how you create dopamine. Is it really um, necessary, right? So back to niacinamide. Niacinamide can help to improve erections by lowering inflammation, so it's less damage to the penile tissue. It suppresses the calcium inflow, so 
less calcium, less contraction and better relaxation. It, it boosts NAD, which enhances enos function. It increases a BH4, which is the cofactor to create nitric oxide. It inhibits PARP. So PARP is basically a DNA repair enzyme that uses NAD. And there's a lot of negative effects by excessive stimulation of PARP. So PARP is increased by oxidative stress. So you want to make sure that you minimize oxidative stress to minimize PARP activation. But you can also inhibit PARP with niacinamide. So PARP inhibitors restore erectile function and significantly reverse all molecular and histological alterations induced by oxidative stress. So PARP inhibition allows for better smooth muscle relaxation. PARP inhibition in the corpus carbonosum improves corpusol endothelial function and restores abnormalities of the nitric oxide pathway. PARP inhibition increased NAD and ATP, which allows for better calcium export. PARP inhibition, this is part, it is with PARP, increases GAPDH, which is the enzyme that helps with the creation of NADPH, and that helps to create glutathione and help to reduce oxidative stress. And PARP inhibition also lowers um, superoxide, which is a free radical. So excess PARP is bad, and neosinamide can help with all of that. So yeah, neosinamide can be great for your erections. Neosinamide on estrogen signaling. So excess estrogen contributes to weight gain around the hip and peg area, gyno, erectile dysfunction, cancer, water retention, aggression, mood disorders, and so on. You don't want high estrogen, specifically in ratio to your testosterone. Neosinamide has anti-estrogenic effects by reducing the estrogen receptor alpha expression and signaling. So you might have heard of HDAX, you know, histone deacetylases. So inhibition of HDAC has been shown to have many benefits such as inhibiting cellular damage and even cancer. And histone um, acetyltransferases and class 1 and class 2 HDAX, sorry for that gobbledygook, causes post-transcriptional modification of histone proteins that participate in estrogen receptor alpha signaling. So basically these HDAX are involved with estrogen signaling. So the excess of HDAX can cause excess of estrogen signaling. So CERT1 is a class 3 HDAC, which regulates estrogen receptor alpha expression and inhibition of CERT1 activity suppresses estrogen receptor alpha expression. And neosinamide can be a great tool to reduce excess estrogen signaling by suppressing excess of CERT1. Right, in terms of sleep, we all know that sleep is key for high testosterone. And sleep tends to get worse with age as NAD drops and oxidative stress increases. So as we age, light sleep goes up and deep sleep goes down. It's that kind of sleep where you wake up at, in the morning and you don't feel rested, don't feel like you've actually slept. And you don't even need to be old to actually have experienced this, right? I think a lot of people have experienced this. So sirtuins use NAD and play a crucial role in regulating sleep-wake cycles. Since oxidative stress increases with age and NAD drops, and this can negatively impact people's circadian rhythms, leading to sleep disturbances. In this study, they boosted NAD, this time were using NMN, at 360 milligrams a day. It dramatically increased deep sleep and reduced light sleep. So you can see on the graph here, you can see this D here is light sleep. And here by week seven, you see a massive drop in light sleep. And then you can see here's the ratio of deep sleep. Again, by week seven, you see this massive spike in better deep sleep. And here is the ratio of REM, so the uh, it improved. And then the frequency of night wakenings also dropped significantly over time. So this is really interesting how most of the benefits only seem to come like after week seven, eight. 
you know, the, the improvement in deep sleep and the reduction in light sleep improved only by week seven. So this is where you need to take a compound. I guess you need to have faith in the compound and use it for a long time, sometimes for like six months to really start to see the benefits of that compound. But yeah, it can help a lot. The other thing is that oxidative stress, again, damages DNA and that activates PARP. And then this PARP activation actually makes you tired because it wants to induce sleep so that you can sleep and recover the damage when you sleep. But now you also have bad sleep. So by this chronic oxidative stress and DNA damage and PARP activa um, activation, low NAD, you have poor sleep and fatigue during the day. And so niacinamide should help with that. All right, lastly, let's talk about niacinamide on dopamine, serotonin, and mood. So in terms of dopamine, dopamine is involved in mood, memory, focus, and more. High dopamine runs hand-in-hand -hand with high testosterone because testosterone also helps to increase dopamine. Dopamine lowers plactin, which helps to increase your testosterone. So dopamine is created from phenylalanine, tyrosine, and L-dopa. You can see the stars here, phenylalanine, baboon, tyrosine, dopa, dopamine, noradrenaline, and adrenaline. This whole cascade right here. And the right limited enzyme for dopamine synthesis is tyrosine hydroxylase. Tyrosine hydroxylase right there. Tyrosine converted into L-dopa. This is why in, you know, I guess science and medicine, they give people like directly L-dopa to bypass the step. But this is also not something that you want because now you're flooding your, your brain with L-dopa. So a little bit of like Makuna prurience with a little bit of L-dopa is fine. I don't, just don't like using like a 99% extract or even a 60% extract of L-dopa. And uh, you guessed it. Tyrosine hydroxylase uses BH4 as a cofactor. So low BH4 causes low tyrosine hydroxylase. And then NAD is used, so NADH is used in the recycling of BH4, and therefore niacinamide can boost your BH4 in dopamine production. So if you look at this graph right here, you can see, um, this is what I found really interesting about, uh, they did a study with a dipeptide. So it's two amino acids combined together. They combined tyrosine with tryptophan. And combining tyrosine with tryptophan was better at increasing dopamine than the tyrosine-tyrosine dipeptide. So when you just use tyrosine, you increase the amount of tyrosine in the body. But if you can't convert it into L-dopa because of this limited BH4, you, you're not even going to create any dopamine. So the tryptophan is used to create NAD. So from tryptophan, you get B3. From B3, you get NAD. And from this NAD, you create NADH, which helps to recycle BH4, which can be used to create, uh, you know, be used by tyrosine hydroxylase to increase dopamine. So you need the NAD to increase your dopamine. You need tyrosine, but you also need that NAD, right? So this is kind of like one thing, oh, using tyrosine, not feeling anything. Well, maybe you need more NAD. You need more niacinamide to, to bear with it. So I'm not saying like you need to supplement tryptophan. You can just bypass that and supplement B3. That's going to give you the NAD. Right, so this is a quite interesting side tangent real quick. There's a dopaminergic peptide in whey. The whey contains a tetrapeptide, so it's four amino acids combined together called a beta-lactolin. And that peptide contains tyrosine tryptophan uh, as part of it, right? So when you digest, the body can cleave it so you can get the dipeptide instead of the tetrapeptide. And so beta-lactolin is very well absorbed and delivered to the brain where it's associated with a dopamine level increase resulting in improved spatial and objective Memory, verbal fluency, and tension. Very cool. Not only does this peptide boost dopamine by providing the precursor, but it also inhibits monounline oxidase B, the enzyme that breaks down dopamine. And so this is really cool. So supplementing whey can have a really good dopaminergic effect. And, you know, like a mood uplifting effect. Even help to suppress appetite, you know. Niacinamide increases BDNF, which has been shown to increase tyrosine hydroxylates, red limited enzyme for dopamine synthesis. And it also increases the dopamine D3 receptor. 
So this is pretty cool. So in summary, niacinamide can help to put you in a more dopaminergic state. It's really key there. All right, so shifting over to serotonin, niacinamide can actually increase serotonin by 65%, and it's most likely by decreasing betaine. Uh, betaine is a methyl donor. So your body, when you supplement niacinamide, methylation can like, it, it can like quenches your methyl, your methylate, your methyl donors, right? So you're depleting betaine in your methyl donors. And this means that you get a reduction in COMT. So COMT can break down dopamine and serotonin. And so when you get less COMT, you have more histamine, serotonin, dopamine, estrogen available in the body, which is not always a good thing, especially if you're under-methylating. So this is why I'm saying like, don't use large amounts of niacin or niacinamide on its own. You want to combine it with betaine to prevent this effect. But on the other hand, niacinamide in large doses is anti-serotonergic. Is anti so serotonin actually promotes the... Some of the receptors of serotonin promotes the uptake, you know, stimulation of calcium channels. So you got more calcium into a cell that excites it, which is not good. That's how a lot of the side effects from serotonergic compounds come from. And so this is how neocytomide has anti-serotonin effects, is by inhibiting that excess of calcium stimulation. So a few symptoms of high serotonin include agitation, restlessness, insomnia, confusion, rapid heartbeat and high blood pressure, dilated pupils, loss of muscle coordination and twitching muscles, high blood pressure, and uh, muscle rigidity. This is some of the extreme symptoms. There are milder symptoms as well. But if you have some or most of these symptoms, perhaps start out with three grams of niacinamide, three grams over one gram over three doses, and work up from there as needed. So you can go up to six grams that will have a really potent antiserotonergic effect, but combine it with betaine, like a one to one ratio. Okay, let's talk about GABA. So niacinamide has a tranquil anti-anxiety nootropic effect, and it's been shown to make you calmer and less aggressive, like less reactive, which is really cool. U.S. The case report demonstrated that the use of 250 milligrams of niacinamide per day ameliorated severe anxiety in a 34-year-old male patient. So if you have severe anxiety, maybe try some niacinamide at high doses. Again, pair it with betaine. The exact mechanism is not entirely clear, but niacinamide's GABAergic effect as well as the ability to increase uh, ATP, BDNF, and lower access cortisol might play a role right there. Right, this is it. Um, in summary, niacinamide can help you to be more al alpha by increasing testosterone and DHT, increasing androgen signaling, reducing estrogen signaling, enhancing sleep, reducing anxiety and depression, improving erections, and there are a few other benefits as well. It can improve skin health. So I regularly spray niacinamide on my skin to increase NAD on the skin that can have an anti-aging effect. It can help to reduce fine lines and wrinkles, hyperpigmented spots, red blotchiness, skin um, yellowing, increase elasticity and modulate the skin sebum. So if it's too dry, it can help to, to make it more oily. If it's too oily, it can help to make it a little bit more dry. And uh, it can even help to prevent migraines at doses of 500 milligrams a day. It can help against arthritis in doses up to 904 grams a day. So that's also really good. So again, as I mentioned, use betaine with niacinamide for the best results. All right, guys, if you have a condition, right? So you have severe anxiety, you have pain, you, you want to really increase your mood, for example. Maybe you can use high doses of niacinamide. You can use one gram, three grams, six grams in a crazy experiment. But as you've seen some of those studies, right, they used NMN at the dose of like 340 milligrams. They used niacinamide at a dose of 240 milligrams. So you don't need to use sky-high doses to get the benefits of a niacinamide supplement. And if you stick to foods, you would all, you, the chances of getting enough B3 is really high if you eat enough. So as I always say, like aim for about 150 grams of protein on a daily basis. And you should be able to get enough B3 from the diet 
you don't need to supplement. But it would still be interesting to try the supplement, see how it affects you and if you really can benefit it from, from it or not. All right, guys, hope this video was helpful and I will check you in the next one. Cheers, guys.